I'm Johnny Lieberman, and you're watching LMP. What does LMP stand for? Late Night Play Oh, yeah, that's right. I've been on there. It's a good show. You <laughs> should like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. It's iconic. <laughs> All right, I'm going to do my video real quick, and I'll come back and look at your car. Instagram, you do get the bubbles. Look at that. We can do this. Da da da. We'll put the. Uh, we'll bring this in here, and then we'll start a whole show. I'll get a microphone. Kill the bubbles. Bring it back. And this. And oh crap! One more. One more. One more. <laughs> and that. And we've done it. All right. Welcome back to the late night place at Kill the Echo. Change my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> We're killing it, killing it. Tedward, hey guys. Nick Menmozy, Nick, Nick Menozy, Nick Menozy, Nick Menozy. Hello, Nick Menozy. I know it's not funny. I don't know why. That's not. I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> SoCal Porsche Addicts is here. One Vintage Dorian's here. Telefunk and Motorsports is here. That is exciting. Thank you very much. If we sound good this evening or any evening, it's because of our friends at Telefunken. 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 I have a telephone and good time. 
What's up, Guards Rads here? Oh, that's exciting. We'll talk about why he won't, will not be at Breakfast Club tomorrow. It's because he's um, quarantining himself, not because of COVID or any type of illness, but because he wants to get the YouTube page up and running tomorrow, which is, that was our goal. That was our goal. So that's what's going on. But Guards Rad, we love you. St. Clair Insurance, what's up, folks? Uh, don't nick minnows when, when you shave. Don't nick minnows. See, this is one of those weird things because did you know, am I bleeding or something? Because I literally shaved, I mean, I shaved moments ago to the point where I thought, boy, this is stupid. I might have red, not shaved, but, you know, buzzed with the thing. All right, that's weird, Telefunken Motorsports. You're, you're tuned into something. Uh, good evening and welcome back. Well, allow me to put some red lights up. Let's go to the videotape. Yeah. Do you have any idea who I was just doing there? It's familiar, his name, but I don't know. He was know a, a sportscaster way back in the day in the New York area. His name was Warner Wolf. I'm only bringing this up because he drove a gray Jeep Cherokee Limited, and I'm only bringing that up because my dad bought it after he owned it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like John Voight's uh, LeBaron. Um, that was my. I don't. I, I think I've told you that before. But the Cherokee I used to own, my dad's Cherokee, was Warner Wolf's Cherokee. Let's go to the videotape. I mean, that's how close and tied in I am with all of this crazy shit. <laughs> By the way, also, Kramer's life, clearly. <laughs> oh, that was George who did that, wasn't it? George had the LeBaron. Yeah, that was, that's I think right. So. That's still. <laughs> Raised on Seinfeld because it was my real life. Bobby Bass is here. Dasha is here. Dasha the Weather Girl. We're going to be tossing to Dasha the Weather Girl in just a few minutes. Um, I We may change the name of GVBC because of how Dasha pronounces it. Uh, she says... Jivibisi. <laughs> Welcome to Jivibisi. Now everybody's here. Uh, so hi, Dasha. We'll get to you in a few minutes. She will be telling us what the weather is like so we all know what to wear tomorrow. The Russian weather girl will be telling us, uh, Americans and or whatever I guess we are, the potpourri of breakfast clubbers, what to wear tomorrow. Anyway, it's Thursday, June 10th, 2021. We're a good seven minutes in. I figured I'd tell you that much. Uh, we are Sasha. Who's Sasha. Dasha? Dasha. Probably Dasha. With a D. There it is. <laughs> He's got it. Late for biking. Late for biking. You are not one of the bikers that we see at Dunkin' Donuts every week, are you? That that seems to know us and follows... They, they seem to know what we're up to at all times. Yeah. Which is cool. It's nice. Really nice guys. I think they bike up the crest in the morning or something and then we see it. Oh, no, they can't. Well, maybe. I don't know. It's possible, actually. That's a little further from Dunkin' Donuts. It would be the gas station, if is what I was thinking. Yeah. I got confused again. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Another spell. Uh, nope, not them. All right, well, fine. Snazzy17's here. Mr. Nautis, Godfather. He calls me the Godfather. I appreciate it. That's very nice, Jerry. I know you do it out of respect, so I'll take it. I know you're not making fun of me. I'm in NorCal. How are things up in NorCal late for biking? It's good. It's nice. It's nice up in NorCal. I love it in NorCal, personally. And we've got our, you know, the cruise and the wellness people are up there. Although, ha hang on, we got to talk about this because <laughs> Manuel Carrillo, either the 
Oh, I can't say it out loud because then I would give it to other people. But there's a code, just like the late night promo code for everyone's 20% off, there's another promo code that we give to guests of the show so they get their $50 off courtesy of Cruise and Wellness, blah, blah, blah. Um, well, that promo code has not been working, I don't think. And the only guest, I think, who had the balls to say anything was Manuel Carrillo. So kudos to our buddy, <laughs> Manuel Carrillo, for telling me, hey, by the way, uh, blah, blah, blah. And then, I, of course, I sent it right over to Rob, and he's like, oh, I fixed it immediately. It's good forever. And he's like, this is the first time it hasn't worked. And I'm thinking, oh, no. He goes, this is the first order from a customer, from a, from a guest of yours, by the way. And I was like, what does that tell you? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> you think he's the first guest to go redeem it of all the customer, of all the people who've been here and been grateful? Anyway, it was a funny thing, funny switcheroo. If you're a previous guest from the Late Night Play set and your promo code didn't work, please try it again. It is active now. Uh, and or just reach out to me because it's that simple. But I have a feeling like, you know, Hannah or Magnus or whatever, they're not going to tell me like, hey, buddy, my promo code didn't work. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what's the deal, man? <laughs> Actually, you might come to think of it. You probably would. We're good enough at friends at this point, come to think of it. But it's, I, I can't imagine that happening. It, it sounds funny. It's, uh, it's funny. Um, <laughs> hype for the show. Awesome. Oh, Dylan Mystery. That's awesome. We were just, well, you're the one I was thinking of when I, eh, whatever. Oh, that's funny. It's you. This is amazing. This is like everybody who I'm talking about is here in the audience, and I'm the only one who doesn't. It's new to me. <laughs> <laughs> Manuel is here with MC3 Films, and Dylan Mystery, I think it was you we were talking about having your director and an analog speed Hendrix in here. I might have that confused, but whatever. I think it was you guys. I think that's what I was uh, talking about earlier. And Manuel, you... We're killing it, buddy. All right. So he was on KTLA yesterday. I have a quick clip. It's only like 10 seconds here, but I'll play it right now. And unfortunately, the volume's kind of small because I was recording off the television. So get real close to the set for this. But here's Manuel Carrillo uh, giving us a nice shout out for the, GV for the GVPC uh, on, uh, on, on the news yesterday right here on KTLA. Uh, and I'll spin the uh, Instagram audience around so you can see it. All right. Here we go. Roll it out. <laughs> do we have it all together? Can you do it? And uh, I'm going to be taking it to all the car shows. I'd like to go to Good Vibes Breakfast Club up in Angeles Press every Friday morning. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it's, yeah, it's going to be a good time. <laughs> I... All I took away from that, other than thanks, buddy, for the plug, is that clearly I could host a show on KTLA. That's awesome! That's all I did. Freaking guy sounded just like me. And... And I wasn't, and that's not a, <laughs> not necessarily a compliment. Uh, I was really apprehensive to mention that. Um, I'm curious. Uh, I, I, why for you? I have a feeling I might know why, and I, and I know why, I might. But how about you? Why were you apprehensive? I was curious if he was worrying about us or if he was worried about blowing it up because I think blowing it up is done. <laughs> I think that's already happened, yeah. and it won't be forever because everything ebbs and flows. Right. Did we get that? All right. Uh, okay, so, boy, what the hell was I talking about before we had the little reunion over here and I had the brain fart of all the... <laughs> every thought from 15 minutes ago all <laughs> splurged into one little... Everybody's here. All right, well, let's talk about uh, things. We've got Magnus Walker calling in at 5.30, everybody. He's going to check in here on Instagram Live, and I think we have everything hooked up. We've got the speaker, the Bluetooth speaker over there, and, and I've got the mic already hooked up to it, and I've paired the Bluetooth speaker with 
the iPad before I did the screen sharing into our studio. Do you see how complicated so all this shit all is? Right, yeah. Well, yeah. So it means That's it'll never work. Definitely, there's <laughs> going to be a problem for sure. The internet will go out or, or Instagram Live will quit. Something for sure will happen. Uh, but I want everyone to know that we are prepared. Uh, I got up super, super early today because I had a tour. What's up, OM Ringer? And what's up, Roz Mario World? I thought uh, it would have made me look ungrateful. I thought it would have made me look ungrateful. Prom promo code. Oh, wow. Thank you for that. No, you're amazing. No, you're, you're amazing. amazing. You, you did what we needed someone to do. You need the friend to tell you you got some snot right here. You know, that's what it was. I, we had some snot right here. We're telling everybody, hey, use the promo code. And everyone's like, you've got some snot right here. What the hell's the matter with you? Actually, nobody was. They were just looking at it. And you were the one who said, hey, man, wipe your snot off your face. And let's get some uh, good vibes going. Sorry about the delay. I'm watching through YouTube. That brings up a good point. I should put the YouTube comments up. Thanks, buddy. I'm so there's always something I don't do. Here we go. Here we go. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> You're awesome. You're awesome. I'm so grateful. All right. So I was very lucky. You know, we did that Peterson thing the other day. Mm -hmm. Peterson. <laughs> no, I'm Peterson. Shit. I am all over the place because everything I say does connect to something I need to tell you. I'm not... Uh, Put a pin in what I was just telling you. The Norm Peterson brings me to Ferris Bueller, which brings me to, we went to that F1 viewing party the other day. The owner of that uh, car garage, car cave, has one of the Ferris Bueller California Ferrari, uh, car, you know, the Cameron's dad's car from Ferris Bueller. So he's going to bring it up to Breakfast Club at some point, and we're going to drive it on What Are You Driving Today? That's so cool. me and David in the Ferris Bueller car, like the so cool. as if we're the uh, the parking lot attendants. Oh, what what country do you think this is? Like, oh, you got nothing to worry about. <laughs> can't wait. I can't wait. All right. So that was that Ferris Bueller. That's out of the way. Now, what the hell was it right before that? Oh, that this. So we did the Peterson Museum thing the other day. Not to be confused with anything Ferris Bueller. He says same. It's the most interactive show. I've got the live up on my TV and my phone for Insta comments. Oh, man. This is crazy. I don't know what to do. Thanks, Cody. It's good to see you, LA Car Spotter. Fishy Pants is here. What's up, man? If anybody saw the GT40 up at uh, Newcomb's the other day up at uh, Breakfast Club, that was Fishy Pants. We see him in Malibu normally, but he drove, drove that sucker all the way up the mountain. Mile high. Awesome. Okay. All of the Peterson stuff just to tell you. The G should take a breath. <laughs> There's so much. Oh, man. Joel from Australia is here. What's up, Joel Fast Pork? <laughs> Your beard is something fierce, bro. Go, everybody who's on Instagram. I guess you can't leave the feed. Well, anyway, check out Fast Pork on his, uh, on his, on his beardogram there. It is, he had to get a new photo taken for, I think, for work or whatever, even though he's not working right now. But he's normally a clean-shaven pilot for, um, what's the, uh, Qantas never crashed, Qantas. And, and he's got a Magnus-looking thickness and length now. He and like must. young Magnus, like when it was really, really... I bet he looks totally different. <laughs> you go, just go see it. It's awesome. He looks like a, like a model from some catalog. It's really something. Uh, okay, back to I was very lucky. It doesn't matter the tie-in. Same people <laughs> who invited us to the Peterson, all of that to say they invited us to this thing as well. Underneath Porsche Santa Clarita is a Porsche Wonderland. How about that? 
I know. I didn't know about it either. Uh, there really is an attraction that absolutely rivals. Um, you know, what? I, the best way to put it would be it's like one floor of the Peterson Museum dedicated to solely Porsche. Wow. And it's underground. Wow. <laughs> but there's like windows in the ceiling that look up into the showroom. So when you're in the showroom, you can also look down into the Porsche Wonderland through the glass while you walk. Like, remember that hotel in Vegas from the real world? Remember they had that thing with the pool and everything? Yeah. It's sort of like that, but there's like a museum below. Anyway, super, 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 super cool. Um, beyond that, the Santa Clarita Porsche facility is incredible. I've not seen one like it. It really, really is something. Um, the choices that were made and the reasons behind the choices uh, were all explained to us by, I'm holding this card up left and right, not just because of the dealership, but because of Joe Alice. Um, he gave us a tour and, and spent really a couple hours with uh, b- both myself and Chris Sonnenberg, <laughs> Disney director Chris Sonnenberg, <laughs> my buddy who I just rekindled with this week, thanks to Greg Grumber being here on the show last week, <laughs> saying, hey, do you know this guy? I said, I think I do, as a matter of fact. Anyway, now we're back in contact. Uh, he gave us a great tour over there, Joe did, and told us everything about the place. And um, I have a quick video. It's only one minute long, but uh, it is a great dealership. It is. It's beautiful. Um, and the service department is exceptional. That big glass wall is amazing. Oh, Chris Sonnenberg's here. <laughs> this is <laughs> unbelievable. All right, everybody. I'm going to spin this around, and we'll play a quick video. There we go. Roll it, Hal. Where, where is it? Roll it out. <laughs> Pretty amazing. Forgot to mention, uh, I'll turn the lights back on here. Forgot to mention, sorry about the abrupt uh, ending. It's an Instagram video. So it, you know, it loops back into the beginning again. Right. <laughs> the way Instagram likes to keep people watching forever and ever. Oh, sorry about that. Ooh. <laughs> A little too zoomed in. What's up? All right. Waving at everybody. Waving. Catching up here. Not Neck is here. John Harbison is here. John Harbison, you're, I think we talked about it. You're new, the new Canaan, the caffeine and carburetors guy, right? I think you guys were coming up to Breakfast Club way back when. Super cool. Or, you know, Newcombs, whatever. Whatever you want to call it. Uh, all right. We don't, I don't want to talk about it tonight. Well, let's hear, let's do this first. <laughs> all right. The choices this evening, it's Tradecraft Thursday. We've got two hybrids here. One is Gelato and one is GG number four, which is Gorilla Glue. These gelato, are, please. Gelato. All right. That's going to be this one. Here we go. Courtesy of Tradecraft Farms and our friends. Oh, so some news over at Tradecraft Farms. They sold the building downtown that we used to go to to get our stuff. And that's uh, good news for them. Bad news for us because we have to go someplace else now. The good news for us is the new place is very convenient. 
they moved in right across the street over here by Sinclair Insurance. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can see this or not. Here, let me bring the Instagram audience around. Look at that. Look how convenient. They're right back there. Right back there, just across the street there. They put a sign up and everything. I don't know that they've moved into the building. Uh, I don't know that they've occupied it, the space yet, but uh, it's nice to know that they're back there, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Such jokers. I can't help it. Uh, all right. So let's see. Gelato. <laughs> <laughs> Phil's here. Phil, Phyllis, Phil Gliss, Phil Gills. <laughs> it's not Phyllis. It's Phil Gills, Dwarf. Here we go. Thank you. Phil Gills, Dwarf. Okay. So this is courtesy of our friends at Sticky Vape and Tradecraft Farms. The Dub Brothers over there. I'm sure we'll probably see a couple of those guys tomorrow at Jivibisi. <laughs> um, and what we have to do is if anybody sees them together, what we need to do is we need to introduce these guys to Magnus. Because the new place, they, you remember how close they were to Magnus before? The new place is even closer. It's no like way. Yeah, it's like right there. It's right there in the artist district, <laughs> arts district. So what we need to do is introduce these guys because these guys are heavy Porsche hitters, and then and then heavy heavy a lot of hitters I guess probably in the in 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 this field, <clears throat> um, but also uh, uh, you know they would like to go see uh, Magnus's facility of course who wouldn't and I think Magnus would probably and Hannah would probably be interested in touring their facility doing what we did and getting the whole education and the flower for the lady at the end um, that might be really cool but anyway want to put that together. <laughs> Let's I, lo do I that. love all these people, and I'm I'm so grateful with how things are coming together lately mm -hmm. that I want I, w I want more of that. I want to help other people in the way that those people have helped us. Does Agreed. that make sense? Yeah. yeah. It's it's actually really important to me. I don't know how or why, but it's like that's the value we bring to the table these days. Uh, JVBC merch will be available is available through uh, uh, the Dual Shift <laughs> website and or the Dual Shift. Uh, Instagram at Dual Shift, uh, the GVBC shirts, the Dual Shift hats, and the sticker packs are all in stock and available. However, there are new items coming. Um, I don't want to announce them yet, but there are new items coming, and they are some things are similar but different, and some things are entirely different. Isn't that something? <laughs> <laughs> There's, there will be another hat, but it is not a hat like this. It will, it will, it will be a different hat, and it will be a different style hat, but it will still be a hat. And there will be a different shirt that will be the same but different. And there will be a different um, pins. I'm, I, we're doing, we're going to do pins. We're going to do pins. People seem to really, really like the pins. I don't personally get the pins, but everybody really likes the pins. So we're going to do pins. David, no, David's already working on it. The now. grates in the back of some Porsche. No, that's a that's a no, no. That's okay. a, but that's a that's an interesting idea for the future as well. Um, that would be a what would you call that? A engine badge or a badge, badge plate? I don't know. Badge. Um, what were we talking about though? No, a pin, like Pins. a pin, like a like a like one inch pin, sure. like that you would put on your Unclosed. lapel. Yeah, like in the eighties, they were really big. They're huge at Disney. Anybody who's a Disney file, they yeah. all have their lanyards are littered with yeah. pins. For me, I'm just like a minimalist kind of guy, so I never got the clackety-clinkety pin stuff. Um, but I know that people collect them. They don't necessarily have to wear them. Like people have all sorts of things. So anyway, Dual Shift is very pro-pin, so I'm pro-pin. Um, if it's going to say, oh, see, people like it. 9-11 Anchorman, great idea. Um, I'm a big fan of uh, giving the people what they want, and it seems like people like the pins. 
And it definitely seems like people want more GVBC stuff. GVBC stuff. So um, we aim to please. GVBC cold brew coffee would be rad. Yeah, it would. And then, you know, when Matt Farah was here, he brought up a very interesting point of like, there's got to be a more efficient way to make coffee up at the top of the hill. Like, how about we bring a coffee maker, an inverter, and a couple gallons of water? Like, that does make and a, a sleeve of cups. Like, mm, no brainer. Not because I don't want to buy the coffee, but like, it, it seems, just makes sense. It seems logical. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. These are all ideas. Uh, well, yeah, mugs will be a thing too, like travel, GVBC travel mugs so that we don't run out of cups anymore because people will have their mugs. Cool. Yeah. You bring it up either with coffee in it from home or uh, empty and then fill it there. I love that. Yeah. I'd leave it empty and put it in the map pocket or something so it wasn't rattling around. All right. About five minutes before Magnus pulls in. Let's see. Pulls in. Uh, calls in. Excuse me. Let's see. Oh, Magnus is here now. That's so funny. All right, about five minutes before he... Uh, engine badges. Thank you, Porsche Passion. That's exactly engine badges are what those are called. All right, let's see. We've done the Santa Clarita video. Did I, t- I didn't tell you about it, though. Uh, I guess I did. Enough. Enough. Oh, <laughs> Jeff Swart's here. Fantastic. Hi, Jeff Swart. Hello, hello. Uh, now the pressure's on. Uh, GVPC merch. We did that. Uh, oh, you know what? we got to do a What Are You Driving Today promo, and that'll take us right up to it. All right. Uh, as you know, we've got the What Are You Driving Today segment going on. We did the first season on our own, me and uh, Guards Rad. Really, he did all of it. I just kind of showed up and drove and talked a little. GVBC should be national. That's a hell of an idea. It's definitely something that has been talked about, but uh, it's definitely, definitely too soon. Definitely, definitely an excellent driver. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely drive up the crest every Friday. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely drive up the crest every Friday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, eight minutes to play set. Oh, no. Oh, no. Seven minutes to play set. What's the weather going to be like tomorrow? Oh, Dasha. I was going to do that towards the end. You want to do it now? No, I got to do, do the promo. All right. Anyway, uh, so we're doing the new YouTube uh, channel starting uh, Friday. It's going to go up tomorrow. And um, it's, it's just the original season, the first season, but it will, they'll all be up in a place where you can watch them again because so far you'd have to go back and <laughs> weed it out of the episode, and that's a pain in the ass. Um, <laughs> Jerry says, Dasha is ready. Yes. Ready for GVBC. Uh Anyway, so here's the promo for the new YouTube cho- channel. Excuse me. <clears throat> There's a lot to do here. <laughs> and this is starting tomorrow. Roll it, Hal. There you go. What are you driving today? 63 356B. Hey, 111. What are you driving today? Here we go. so much i just i miss him whenever i see the videos i'm like oh, i want to be hanging out with him right now i want to start a paper route right now uh the one i sent you friday ha huh? yeah no i know dasha holy crap i know we're gonna get to it <laughs> we're gonna do it in a little bit she's on russian time 
You must do now. Uh, it's so, uh, I'm so living on the wrong coast. Oh, Porsche Passionist. Where are you, Porsche Passionist? It's hard to say. Porsche Passionist, Porsche Passionist. Dasha and Porsche Passionist. And Danny Thrasher's here. What are you driving? Oh, what are you driving t-shirt? Uh, interesting point, 9-11. Uh, Anchorman, Ron Burgundy. <clears throat> what would a, this is an interesting poll here, and David and I are working on this currently. What would a what are you driving t-shirt look like? Because currently there's no logo. So I then go further and say, what would a what are you driving logo look like? say that we are accepting submissions i have an idea david has an idea we've we've we both like each other's ideas and they both could jive maybe even in no nah, not into one maybe i don't know not really but there's not a there's not like a oh yeah that's it that's the right thing that's not so maybe somebody else has it because otherwise it's it it's not it isn't what are you driving it it's like what are you gonna write that in a sticker a hashtag <laughs> like it's too long my idea was to do it in the caltrans uh, you know, the Caltrans font and logos and do the Caltrans logo, basically, but W-A-D-Y-T. What are you driving? Wait, it's W-A-D-T, whatever it is. W-A-Y-D-T. Uh, you know, like that. It's, that was one. And then, because um, the only thing... Oh, Magnus Walker's here. All right, let's do that. All right, so you know our guest. Let's see if this works here. As long as we, we get his audio, I think we're going to be okay. This is the Urban Outlaw who's going to be joining us now. Yeah. We're going to be talking... Oh, yeah! Can, can you hear me? Hey, yes, I can. I got my little earbuds in. And I can hear you, and I think we did it. Good job. Loud <laughs> and proud. This is very exciting. All right, well, we got the, uh, the urban outlaw here, Mr. Magnus Walker himself. Uh, there's a lot of stuff to discuss with you, buddy. You are a hot ticket at this moment. What's happening, my friend? You know, when it rains, it pours. You know, I'm actually having my coffee right here, and I got the willow cedar over there just a stone's throw away. Just chilling. So that's that's what's happening right now. How about you guys? How are you doing? Life is uh, life is. It's like you said. When it rains, it pours. Good things, yeah. bad things. Uh, we're swimming in it right now. We're we're very that's busy. Good. I think I think uh, we're going to come out okay. This is good to hear. Good yeah. to hear. You getting ready for the drive up the hill? I am. I, I haven't really. I don't. I don't really get to think about tomorrow until tonight's done when the show's mm. up. But man, all day today I was over at Porsche Santa Clarita getting a tour of the the Wonderland. So oh. I I've been in Porsche head all day. So to get behind the wheel is definitely uh, a priority for me. How is the Porsche Center Santa Clarita? That's the Galpin Porsche place, right? It is the Galpin place, and uh, yeah. you know I they talk it up. So I I was prepared to you know I've seen some good shit. <laughs> I've seen some cool stuff. I was prepared to uh, – I don't, it really wowed me, man. That's, well, that's what good. I'm getting to. It was really, really something. It's straight up different. It's different than anything I've ever seen, and that's tough. It's tough to do. They got the glass floor, right, with the uh, sort of heritage center down below. They do. But the, the bottom floor, I would equate it to like one floor of the Peterson dedicated solely to Porsche. In fact, it's actually well, designed by the same architect, as a matter of fact. Oh, so it, re oh. it really has the same feel in every way. Um, I mean, but you but it's not a just a dealership to have a lot of Porsches, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. It definitely is. <laughs> uh, but it wasn't just the Wonderland. It was the choices, some of the physical choices around the dealership that I really liked that I hadn't seen employed elsewhere. A giant plate glass wall between the waiting area and the actual garage of the service area, things like that. So there's full transparency. <laughs> just cool, cool stuff. But but oh, I want to talk about you. <laughs> 
there's always tomorrow for that. Uh, buddy, the sneaker is a big deal. I don't know how much we can talk about it because it's not technically out yet, but I know your comic book I want to talk about and anything else you got coming up. Well, we can start with the Fireball Tim coloring book. You know, kids of all ages right here. So this is a cool little thing. You know, I teamed up with this uh, crazy uh, crazy guy called Fireball Tim. For those that don't know, he's a L.A. guy. He's a movie guy. He's an illustrator. And he's just an all-around cool car guy who's super passionate, super motivated. So the hardest part of this really was narrowing it down to 19 of my favorite cars that I've built. I ended up doing it in chronological order, starting with the 65 911 right there. So there's a little description on each car, what it is. And then, of course, you can get out your Sharpies, you know, uh, your water crayons, your watercolors, your oil paints, your grease paints, whatever it is. <laughs> and essentially, you know, do your own interpretation of my favorite P cars. So uh, that's essentially what the book is. It's Fireball Tim's 45th book. Wow. He's working on one right now with Frank Stevenson. He puts one out every month. So he's pretty oh. prolific. Essentially, I took photos or provided him with photos oh, I love that. of my cars, and then he sort of reinterpreted it into this post-apocalyptic, futuristic, Blade Runner-esque landscape of L.A., which is pretty cool. And then he also has this maze, which to me originally was quite a puzzling thing, a maze. Why do we have a maze there? But uh, he likes to have a maze, and this is you know, where you can find some of my favorite locations oh, in and around cool. L.A. where I like to shoot my cars. So uh, for kids of all ages. See, this is where I wish you were here in person because I want to take that from you and, flum and thumb through it right now. Yeah, there it is. I mean, you know, you can get your own <laughs> copy. Amazing. It's available on that thing called Amazon.com. For only eight ninety nine, they've lowered the price. I will do just really that. Well. I will do just yeah. that. I suggest it's everyone nice. else do just that. Yeah, you can ship it anywhere in the world. And what's cool about it is it's, you know, I've obviously seen these cars, driven them, sat around them, took photos of them, built them. But there's something very cool when you can actually put the book in your hand and flip through it and put pen to paper and sort of reinterpret how, how the car is designed and, Believe it or not, this is kind of how I design my cars. If you hang right there, I'll show you one. Sure, one and, and Great Eyes saying, what is the name? The answer is it's the Magnus Walker Coloring Book. Just Google, just Google it that way, or go to Amazon yeah. that way. I mean, obviously, I wasn't prepared to show you this, but uh, how I actually do my own cars is, is kind of interesting because I'm not the type of guy that's good on Photoshop or Illustrator, so I essentially took a photo of the 914, which became the art car, and then I started coloring it in. And believe it or not, these are actually Sharpies that I put, not Sharpies. These Ever are seen this done before, Mrs. Ryan? That, that I put on the roof. And then I got out my Sharpies and started recoloring right. the car uh, sort of on the photocopy of the actual photo. Uh, I, now, do the, I do the exact same thing you're talking about. That's exactly how every single sticker got on Yellow Car, the same way. I took a yeah. picture of the car and then I, put the, I drew it on the picture. So that's exactly what so you can funny. do with the Fireball Tim. You just don't have to take the photo and get out your Sharpies like I did. You can just literally color in the rendering in the book. So it's kind of a cool little thing. I'm going to do a little um, giveaway contest next week where people are already sending me through DMs photos of their kids or, you know, the book that they've colored it in. So I'm going to have a little competition where I'll pick a winner. The winner will get a bunch of Hot Wheels and possibly some other swag when I pick my favorite color rendering uh, of, you know, the illustration of my car. So 
That's the story with the coloring book. That's fantastic, man. And and I'm assuming that Fireball just hit you up one day saying, or did you hit him up? How did that come together? No, Fireball hit me up. You know, all the, all the things sort of happen organically. I don't have a team behind me, an agent, a manager, anyone like that. He, he hit me up and he came down there and we clicked. And he'd done, like I say, a bunch of them before. He'd done a Porsche book before, but this one is, you know, sort of my outlaw collection of Porsches and uh, he really enjoyed the collaboration. I guess he learned a little bit more about Porsches than he had done before, and mm. is a finished product. Uh, product. So That's really super cool. Happy with that. And it yeah. came together. It was all came together pretty quickly as well, right? Yeah, it came out ten days ago, and then I I. Met him for the first time probably two months ago, not long ago. Yeah, that's pr- that's and pretty I, quick for an art book. Very fast. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the whole thing literally came together from, from meeting him to actually it being printed was like a little over two and a half months. You know, I was scheduled in for, a, I guess, a, a June, June delivery or, or June 1st release. And like I say, you know, he does a drawing a day. So he'll basically take the photo and then do a freehand interpretation of it. That's the 76 turbo in, in the uh, third street tunnel yeah so it was a it was a collaborative thing and then i have a little description with them and uh, that's kind of it for kids of all ages the coloring book all right as a segue into the next topic someone wants to know magnus do you use shampoo for your beard hair uh i shampoo it occasionally you know generally i have a beard fluffer comes around and fluffs it i put some beard oil <laughs> a in beard there. fluffer who comes around and fluffs yeah. it <laughs> Is that someone we know, I hope? <laughs> uh, Hannah is very talented with her hands in many ways. <laughs> we love Hannah so much. I love the pictures you guys posted of her uh, GBBC shirt, but it's customized. He cut it up for her. Yeah, the, it's awesome. everything has to be customized. You know, the neck's got to be cut. There's got to be some slits cut in it. The sleeves cut. It's got to be cropped. You know, so uh, the, the cars and fashion kind of go together in the sense that they have to be customized. So that, uh, that's... that's that's what's going on with Hannah. She's currently getting her hair done, so uh, I might be posting a photo of her getting her hair done a little bit later on. So if you're a fan of Hannah Elliott, and you should be, tune on in later on. For sure. All right, well, the sneaker heads are getting restless. They're getting crazy in the comments here. What is going on with the sneaker? What can we talk about? What? Do I have to pry? Are, are you allowed to talk about this stuff? Oh, the look at that. Is, the sneaker is here. I'm actually going to do a deep dive instagram live on saturday where i dive really deeply into the sneaker so i'm not going to divulge too much of it right here okay but it's a collaboration with a shot nike espion myself based around 277 so essentially that is the shoe i've been wearing mine for quite some time to get them nicely broken in oh so Um, i can't uh, help but notice that's an extra pair you're holding there Well, yeah, I mean, depending on what size you are, you know, this may or may not fit you. So, you know. <laughs> That's a very good point. <laughs> Nailed yeah, it. The, 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 the shoe comes out on the 19th uh, at your favorite sneaker store, wherever you may be. Oh, is that right? It's a wide get... release? Well, there's two releases to it. You know, in the sneaker world, you know, it's kind of new to me, but there are the two ways sneakers get released, one through skate stores, yes. undefeated, or Brooklyn Projects, or whatever your favorite skate store may be. That's the if only way I know, in, right. happen to be in L.A., you probably want to go see, you know, uh, Brooklyn Projects, Brooklyn Dom down there on Melrose. They carry them. That is on the 19th. Um, if you want to go through the Nike Sneakers app, that is out on the 21st. I'm not quite sure how easy or how hard these are going to be to get, but time 
will tell. Well, they're limited, they, right? Yeah, they're limited. You know, these there's at least two pairs. Of these. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, is this the they, type they of thing? Name, they may or may not be a third pair, but yeah, they they are somewhat limited to some unknown specific quantity. Uh, so it's interesting how. Oh, it's it's unspecified of, right now. The quantity. Yeah, it's a top secret unspecified. I see. Quantity. Okay. I see. You know, the sneaker, the sneaker world's kind of a strange world that I'm learning. You know, there was an embargo on the sneaker, which was June 12th, which obviously we're not even June 12th yet, but we're already talking about it. You know, the, the shoe has already generated a lot of hype. It's been on Hype Beast and Sneaker Pimp this, Sneaker Pimp that. You know, my DM's been overloaded. Some images were, sn- were snuck out. Right. And then I guess the embargo was lifted. Oh. There's a video coming out next week, but I'm going to talk about all those details when I take a deep dive on Saturday. So next week, I think it's going to be pretty busy, uh, you know, for, for, for at least at least me defending or sort of, you know, bouncing back requests for how do I get them, where do I get them, people letting me know what size they are and all that type of stuff. So exciting times for me, you know, this is sort of like the next level of, you know, Hot Wheels was here and Nike is just, uh, for me, Next step up from Hot Wheels. So super excited for the collaboration. That's all I'm going to say about that right now. I personally don't know that much about sneakers, and I'm not a sneakerhead for sure. But but I do have a little bit of experience with a limited release, and it was working with Nike when the Back to the Future shoe came out. Do you remember when the Power, the Back to the Future, uh, whatever? There was a future shoe that came out with power laces. And Kobe Bryant was still alive, and I still owned one of these cars at the time, one of these DeLoreans. And uh, uh, Nike hired me to drive Kobe Bryant. We actually spent the day with him uh, to to undefeated in Santa Monica to do one of these launches that you're talking about. I had never experienced anything like it. It wasn't because of Kobe Bryant, because it wasn't even a signature shoe for him. He was just the Nike signature star at the time. But simply having a branded release limited edition shoe had a line around the block and it had the Internet abuzz for a frickin month. I think you may be yeah. underestimating what's about to happen to you when the shoe comes out. I think well, people are going to really go nuts. <laughs> it's funny that you mention undefeated because one of my favorite episodes of Entourage. It was that store. It was that exact same store. Was was when they go down, you know, to buy Turtle the Fuki Jamas that yes. they can't get, and they're trying to pull strings to get Turtle the sneaker. And uh, yeah, remember the guy who got the sneakers? She used to work with that guy. The guy who was who was there and ah. took the sneakers. She worked with that guy, DJ AM. I think Entourage needs a comeback. That was one of my favorite shows, especially for anyone that's in L.A. It just sort of rings so true. And Turtle chasing down the sneaker undefeated was kind of a cool, cool episode, you know. So uh, big, big Entourage fan. I never knew you owned a DeLorean, though. I, 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 used, to own, I used to own a couple DeLoreans, but, uh, but we used to... One yeah, I can't enough. believe we never talked about this. I, I used to own one that a buddy of mine and I built into the Back to the Future car. And then because of our industry connections... Universal ended up using our car for everything. Um, I mean, like everything. So Hollywood. I had uh, no. I had a bonus feature on the Blu-ray when it came out, the 25th anniversary. That blue, that blue box Blu-ray, and uh, uh, we did the video game release. I did uh, everything for them. The Scream Awards when we did the reunion for Michael J. Fox and uh, uh, and Christopher Lloyd on stage. We literally forklifted my time machine onto the stage of the Greek theater where it lived for a week because we couldn't get it back off during the rehearsals That's and everything. Nice. It was amazing. What year was this? Uh, this would have been, let's see, we built it in 2007 and we sold it in 2012. So really that whole okay. span there. How was he spending the day with Kobe? 
Um, it was amazing. We had a moment where uh, we're driving down Main Street. We were leaving the Civic Center where we did a, in the parking lot, we did a big photo shoot. And then we were driving down Main Street towards uh, Undefeated in Santa Monica. And if you know that area at all, uh, especially yeah, yeah. non-COVID times, I mean, it, the street's a buzz. It's, it, there's, there's people dining on the patios. There's, there's just, it's, a, it's, a very, it's like a gas lamp district. So there's people everywhere at all hours. And they are just going nuts, waving at me. You know, other cars are honking, and Kobe's waving like he's on a parade float, <laughs> like he's, you know, throwing out beads almost. And we're trying to have a conversation about Philadelphia, where he was from, and my aunts lived. And he he says, "I'm I'm, I'm sorry, I get this all the time. Like we couldn't really." And I laughed, and I said, <laughs> I said, "I get it too." I said, "I'm sorry, <laughs> you probably do get this all the time." But I don't think they can even see you. Like, I get this all the time, too. And once he realized that, he settled back into the seat. Like, he got comfortable. And then, uh, because of the traffic of Main Street, it was still another 10 minutes. And that 10 minutes was just amazing. Because he became just a human being who kind of nerded out about the car a little bit. And he started talking about his hometown. And his grandmother would love this. And he wanted me to build him a Batmobile. Um, he was just really cool. And, uh, and he wasn't at all what I had anticipated. He was just a regular dude. And then and then we pull up at the curb and there's a thousand people and flash bulbs and everything else and he was back to all right gotta put my blinders back on and go do my oh, thing. What uh, a what a great story! Yeah. You mentioned the Batmo, uh, Batmobile Fireball Tim actually you know did some renderings for the Batmobile. That's kind of his backstory of uh, you know Hollywood illustrator for movies and uh, picture cards and stuff. When uh, Matt Fair was here last a couple weeks ago, he was talking about his favorite movie, and I can't even remember what it was right now, but whatever it was, Fireball Tim said, I watched the live, and he goes, I storyboarded that movie. <laughs> well, <that was laughs> so he's definitely an industry guy. Yeah, uh, in fact, I knew Fireball before. a little bit when we used to own the DeLorean, because all of the That's movie fair. car people all kind of knew each other. It's a small world. Control. Yeah, we did the Ghostbusters car, too. I didn't know you didn't know that stuff. I should send you some links. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. What else is going on with you? You, you I, I know uh, there's some things coming up we probably can't get to yet, but yeah, I mean, next thing really is season two of the next big thing that's debuting uh, on Haggerty's YouTube channel July 5th or 6th. So we're, we're in the edit process right now. Congratulations. Uh, ten episodes this season, five of them we shot in and around New York City. Five of them uh, in and around LA. So uh, there's actually going to be a Porsche for the first time, ah. and uh, it'll be the Gen One Boxster. Obviously, I'm, I'm giving away the surprise right now, but you know, well, Gen I know, yeah, Boxster celebrating its 25th anniversary makes its debut in season two of the next big thing. That's super cool, and uh, you actually shot an episode someplace familiar to us. I want to thank you for that. Can't wait to see how that all turns out. Yeah, that one's super top secret. We won't talk about Paul Kramer and. Uh, oh, we're not talking about Paul Kramer. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, we so, love we love you. We love Hannah. Um, you guys are just the best, and um, I'm grateful that we're friends. Well, I appreciate the support. Appreciate the time. Uh, I will see you guys tomorrow up oh, the hill. Hang on one second. I, let me see if there was, there was a couple Instagram questions. If you don't mind. Now that now that I said goodbye to you. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a silly question, but uh, what the heck did Magnus ever, ever get bullied as a lad, or or deal with that type of BS before he became a great hairy god? Did you? Ever, how did well, you become the the very strong willed man that you are today? I think is the the gist of this question. It's a good question. It's a, I I get asked this question sometimes, and I always refer it back to the Johnny Cash song, "A Boy Named Sue," 
because, you know, uh, you sort of get picked on having a name like Magnus. I was the only Magnus in a school of lots of John Paul, David, and Stephen. So oh, when they'd call out your name at assembly and you'd put your hand up, Magnus, I was the only one. So naturally, you know, kids love to pick on other kids. I got called all different types of names. And so I, I suppose as a young kid, I, I sort of hated my name Magnus because I got picked on. Mm. Later on, I realized that it sort of built an inner strength and a bit of character, which I didn't realize at the time, but I, I realized later on and, and now I embrace it. I, I guess I must have had, you know, creative hippie parents at an early age. So uh, that's kind of how I dealt with it was just, you know, you sort of got a well, there were, I suppose there were a couple of fights along the way. And uh, you just sort of deal with it as best you can, try and get a sense of humor. But uh, it really just made me more determined to sort of do what I wanted to do. And later on, the name just sort of became something that I was obviously quite proud of because you don't really run into too many Magnuses unless you go to Sweden and work at IKEA. And, <laughs> and Walker is your given last name, right? That's your real name. I mean, that's, yeah, a, that's a killer yeah. name nowadays now that, now that you've, you wear it well. I tried to get my steps in, you know, I walk to work, I'm currently still averaging over 10,000 steps, so I'm living up to my last name of Walker, obviously. 10,000 steps a day is damn good. Uh, Here's another one, and I don't know if this is a joke or if it's a real thing. When is the outlaw beer line coming? Is there an outlaw beer? And then someone said Magnus Lager, Fireball Tim, as a matter of fact, said Magnus Lager, which I thought, again, great name. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean... There's no plans for outlaw beer or outlaw beard oil or any outlaw products. I was actually talking to my good friend, Mr. Enthusiast in New York earlier on today, who was, you know, trying to say, why don't you relaunch the outlaw brand? And uh, my head's just currently in a different space. So there's no outlaw products coming out that are beer or beard oil at this point. Okay. Time will tell. You never know. I, I, I do use beard oil and I do drink beer. So, you know. Maybe there's a collab somewhere there. You know, the Bearded Brother Man Club. <laughs> so I just shame BBMC. Yeah. <laughs> All right, buddy. I love you. I, uh, we'll see you tomorrow, I assume, right? See you tomorrow at the Good Vibes Breakfast Club. Would you please bring me an, an Outlaw Racing sticker, Your the, the oval one? Not the oval yeah, yeah. one. I don't know why I said that. It's a rectangle. Rectangle one. Yeah. Because yeah. I want to put one of those on the yellow car. I will bring you one for sure. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Bye, guys. See, see you tomorrow. tomorrow. Take it easy. Bye. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Magnus Walker, everybody. That was awesome. I love that guy. I'm down with OPP. Magnus Dunks, I'm here for him. All right. Oh, that's awesome. All right, so what do we have now? Oh, we got to do the weather. The GVBC weather report with Dasha. (laughs) Dasha says hello. And then some other people are requesting to join, which we could do. We could do. We could definitely do. I'm open for anything. What do you guys want to do? Should I take a call? Let's see who's here. I don't know who this is. So California. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know me. D Raz use. Yeah, you know me. I mean, I don't know what that means, but sure. Just send a request. I'll do it. I don't care. <laughs> All right. In the meantime, Jivibisa uh, weather report <laughs> with Dasha. And uh, oh, and what do we have over here? Let's see. We got to happy birthday, June 19th, Saturday. Is that your birthday? No. Mine neither. <laughs> Maybe it's Magnus's. No, no, Magnus's was just uh, recently. No, that can't be. No, I don't think so. What's the history of this show? Uh, oh, Sheffield Motors, thanks. Um, well, the truth is we're on YouTube, so if you're watching it on Instagram, it's not as good as it could be. Uh, but then the, the actual question, 
<laughs> we're a husband and wife. We're Porsche Files. We do this show here. We happen to be sitting at the original David Letterman desk, uh, but we do a little, uh, it's a late night Porsche, uh, excuse me, a late night car show. Fast Porks is legend. Dude, you're a legend. You're so awesome. Use 91s, crazy up in value. Okay. Should I sell the GT3? Should I sell the belly GT3? Oh, I see. I don't know. Why would you? I thought you loved that car. You take a lot of pictures of it in all these beautiful places. What would you do instead? Hey there, Fab VW, uh, Porsche W couple. What's Porsche W couple? Is that what typing with eight fingers gets you, Damon? <laughs> I love you, buddy. I miss the hell out of you. He's on Papa duty these days. He's a new dad. Well, I don't know. The kid's probably... Ten weeks. Ten weeks? More than that. Older. I thought the kid was maybe a year. It's a COVID baby, but it's got to be like six months, I think, at least. I think that's realistic. Probably six months. Damon, how old's that kid? (laughs) South Oregon, JVBC, 541-944. Great eye. I love it. Yeah, of course. Of course you love it. It's a great car. And you got a great color. You got that Smurf-looking GT3. 997.2. 997.2. Uh, Porsche, Porsche World, of course. Six months. Look at that. Six months. Six months. Good, Good job, job, Damon. In, in every possible manner. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about the Porsche that you wished you bought back in the day. Uh, whose show is this? Why don't you start your own show and I'll come on it as a guest. <laughs> Let's do that. Sheffield Motors. I'd love to be a, your guest. Uh, I bought a, a 944 Turbo back in the day, but I wanted to buy a 993, which was brand new. Uh, but I couldn't, um, I couldn't buy the 993 because I was a kid. I was 18 <laughs> years old. Um, so I bought it, the shop, the head tech, the tech, uh, what do you call it? The Porsche, what do you call that? Is it chief technician? Whatever, there's a, there's a name, shop chief, whatever. <clears throat> it's a wrap. Oh, is it really? It's Arctic Silver? Oh, I didn't know that. Good job. Good job on that. Um, anyway, I bought it from the, ho- the head Porsche uh, tech mechanic, and he, was, um, he raced it at Lime Rock all the time, as did I. And um, and he autocrossed it, so it was all set up. It was all set up for track, even though it wasn't like built built, like it had upgrades, it, but not it wasn't like a full cage and stuff like that. What's next on your list to compliment Mellow Yellow? Oh, that's interesting. That's a really good co- question. Um, the truth is, this show needs to take off before we do anything because we've been so upside down pouring money into this for so long <laughs> that we just aren't in a financial position to do much of anything at this point. <clears throat> but luckily, all that's turning around. So thank you, thank you, thank you for that. Um, and when it does, I don't know. The, it, the question for me goes: Do I go new or do I go old? And it's like, if you go new, we'd probably get a Macan and just to have you know the comfortable car to drive around. Um, but old? Oh gosh, I don't know. SC, maybe? I like that. I like a G-Body. I've always liked a G-Body. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Wait. We want that. Yeah, sure. Of course. What's up, Tedward? That would be amazing. Tedward should probably be in Connecticut. Oh, no. Where is he? Maine? No, Connecticut. No, Maine. <laughs> I'll be all right. Tedward, where are you, Maine? Hey, dude. Or Connecticut. I can't remember. I'm in Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Right in the middle there. The middle. Uh, what's up, Tedward? <laughs> How are you? Oh, it's great to see you, man. It's great to see you. I miss I mean, you. I wish you were local. Me too. I. It's so bizarre because since I met you guys, I think about you two at least once a day, like while I'm driving or something, and I'm like, oh, I wonder what Nicole would think about this. Or that's funny. I need to tell Jay about that. Why don't you? You've got my number, right? I we should, can text. 
Let us know, man. I had an experience today um, in a night, I I think at 59, yeah, I want to say at 59, um, Porsche 550 Spider. Oh, wait, a real one? Yeah. Dude, I... I was I was like, having a conversation this morning with somebody, and they have one in their museum, Seinfeld, sometimes. I can't imagine actually driving it. Uh, tell us about it, buddy. So as far as I know, I'm definitely not insured to drive a $7 million car. But uh, Are I you sure that's it. all it was? Um, Might have been more. I, I caught all the bugs in my face. Um, I got a million photos. I did the video, and, uh, you know, it, it was – I don't know, man. I, it was just surreal. Um, and I've ridden in 904s, uh, as well, but this, this Spider-Man is just a, uh, an experience all its own. There's something really special, some special sauce in those things. And this one was, um, chassis number 060. So James Deans was 055. So mm. this, uh, this was five cars after the J- James Dean car. Wow. Amazing. Dude, that is legend. That's legend. That's, that's one of those things you'll never forget. No, no. And luckily, I, that's the best thing is because my memory is terrible sometimes. So at least I've got the photos. <laughs> <laughs> How are you otherwise? You look wonderful. You look you look rested um, and happy, which is like, that's a lot for anyone these days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's easy to look happy after you've ridden in that car. And this, okay. is, this is the $7 million windswept look. Uh, that's what it takes to get the hair like that. Uh, maybe it's worth, maybe it's worth <laughs> buying the car. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you buy the car to be your stylist? Yeah, yeah, like, because the thing is, no matter what your hair looks like after you've gotten out of it, you got the look from a $7 million Porsche. So <laughs> yeah. I think, I think you just go, you know, I think he looks great. He looks fantastic. That's a really good point. It doesn't matter what the aesthetic <laughs> is, that is the art of it. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Um, well, how are you guys? What's going on with you? Um, I'm, I wish I could come to GBBC tomorrow, but I cannot. Uh, yeah, no kidding. That would be amazing. Um, you came to the one, and wait, was it? Who did we? I met some cool people through you too. Oh no, it was the paint a sample guy. I follow his Instagram now. Will? Yeah, Is Will. Will? Lee. Yeah, man. I met some cool people through you when you when you come up. He rolls up to Breakfast Club. He comes deep. He brings his friends. Yeah. They're all Instagrammers and stuff. That page is great. There was was a guy who came with them, uh, this phenomenal photographer, Hussein. And I I barely got to talk to him because there were so many people there. And it's one of those things where, like, I I do. Oh, Will's here. Will's watching. That's awesome. He goes, I heard my name. Yay. My set is decidedly less cool. Um, no, 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 no. I didn't want to cut you. I didn't want to cut you off. But I love caffeine and carburetors. That was in my hometown, in New Canaan, yeah, Connecticut. New Canaan. Yeah. Uh, uh, but you, you said uh, you wanted to talk to people, but you kept getting there was a lot of people there and stuff. That happens to me every yeah, week. I've yet to finish a conversation at Breakfast Club. I start a hundred a week. I have uh, 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 my first like local cars and coffee on Saturday, and I am I am probably just going to disappoint a lot of people by chasing squirrels, basically. That's how I react to things. Yeah, well, that's all of us, I think. Oh, and then somebody here, virtual Kyle, says, "Hey, I'm from New Canaan." 
Oh, that's funny. Small yeah, world. so uh, Virtual Kyle, he actually has the electric vehicle cannonball record in a Porsche uh, 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 Taycan. Oh, no kidding. Wow. I forget the I forget the exact time. He can say it. It's somewhere in the 40-hour range. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's cool. Like, you know, it's, it's a thing. Virtual Kyle, then, if you're a cannonballer, you might be interested to know. When I was a young lad, I mean, like, carried by my dad, like, you know, this kind of young lad, three years old, couldn't have been, uh, I was at one of the launches to one of the cannonballs from Darien, Connecticut, behind Good Wife Shopping Center. I've already told you this, Tedward, but <laughs> it was, uh, it was, it's, it's a memory. It's a real memory. And I'm, I'm still uh-huh. looking for, I looked at, I watched that, um, I think it's Alex Roy's documentary, not, not whatever the first one was a few years ago. I think it's Apex that came out like only a couple of years ago. Is that right? Yeah. I was watching yeah. that one and he's got some pictures from back in the day of literally the day and the night or whatever that I was there and when the cars were hidden behind the grocery store um, at Good Wife Shopping Center in Darien, Connecticut. My dad's work was literally like two buildings down on the same street. So he used to buy cigarettes at that Grand Union. He used to drink at that Lock, Stock and Barrel. Like this was his hang. And so when the race cars were there, he came home and he, he got us. And he was like, come on down. And then it was at nighttime, so they had everything all lit up behind. So, like, everyone with the cars were on jacks. And it was so stinking cool because I grew up loving Herbie the Love Bug and Dukes of Hazard, And they all had numbers on their cars, and so did these. It was so cool. It doesn't get any better, especially knowing that they're setting off across the entire continent. I didn't have any of that. Con- I was maybe three or four years old. Like, I genuinely didn't conceive any of this. It was just cool stuff that I didn't, had never seen before. And it got in, ingrained in me to the point where, like, that's what that's why Yellow Car looks like it looks. You know what I mean? I mean, it's Herbie the Love Bug, and it's the fact that this stuff was so, uh, like, burned into my DNA at such an early age. Um, and then it's funny because the movie, like, I didn't even know till years later that, like, the movie was even existed. And then he's like, no, because I, I was asking my dad about it once. And he was like, well, you remember that? Do you remember the time it took us or whatever? He's like, yeah, of course I do. Are you crazy? He's like, he went every year because they did it a couple years, apparently. But um, uh, and because he was always right there for the same the same story. Um, uh, but he said, yeah. And 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 something about the movie. And I was like, there's a movie. And then uh, um, it was before video stores and stuff. But it was in the time when like the Sunday afternoon movie was really only one of a dozen fucking movies, <laughs> you know? And, and, and one weekend it was at noon, noon on a Sunday or something and cannonball run was coming on. And so we watched it together. And so then yeah, I understood what the hell the thing was about. I didn't even know all, I never saw them race or anything. I didn't see them leave. I just saw them getting yeah. ready to run, but I smelled you know, all the, the smells. I love stuff. about cannonball run. And I, I, I made my parents rent that movie a hundred times for me, but I, I think the intro scene with the Countach, like is like the reason you rent that movie. And then you're like, eh, all right, I'm good. <laughs> See, for me nowadays, and this is why I think my dad liked it, was because of all of the um, the celebrities. Like all of anybody who was anybody in Hollywood back in the day is in that movie. Freaking Dean Martin and I Sammy Davis Jr. are in that Jr. movie. Dean Jr. was when I was like five years old. You know, that's not... <laughs> oh, it was so incredible. Adrian Barbo, like all of the people that were just huge back in the day. The Smothers Brothers are in one of them. Um, in fact, that's it. even that third one that's not even a cannonball because it didn't wasn't good enough or whatever. That Speed Zone, I love that movie. It's <laughs> awful, and I love it. I want to watch it right now. Well, so I, my biggest appreciation for what like JF and his and, and that team did for for Apex, it's not even about the storytelling of like oh you know this is what happened. It's like the like thousand plus hours of like VHS and Betamax tapes that 
Nikhil and the uh, interns basically had to go through to say, like, hey, here's some stuff you might want to add to the movie. Like, really brutal. I mean, it's hard enough looking through, like, anyone's photos, and then you have to go through and try to go through, like, all these, uh, like, (laughs) handheld recordings of people walking through Red Ball and all this stuff. I mean, it's it, it, it was a nightmare for them. So they have. Are you talking about original footage from way back when, or from? So uh, Alex oh, Roy so I might actually be. There might be something somewhere of me and my dad holding me as a kid. That would be. Oh my god, that'd be is. so cool. There probably is. You probably wouldn't recognize me, but I could definitely find my dad. Basically, like, because Corey Graves made thirty two oh seven, and then JF came in and swooped in with the the secret race. But like, that's the thing is they have like just boxes and boxes of this footage and it's really hard to go through and right. like digitize make it palatable yeah man that's crazy that's so crazy to think about because it was it's the 70s right i mean i was born in 77 so maybe 1980 maybe because i'm yeah so three. they have it all through the u.s express days and like whatever the c to c um so yeah they have all the 70s to 80s so there, there's there very well may be some glimpse of you as a young boy walking around these cars, and who would care about? No, I would. I, I li- it was nighttime, and I was tired, and it was. It was. I was literally being carried around. I remember that. But um, but but my dad would have been there more often than me. So I, like, it would be cool to see him. See him smoking with his buddies. <laughs> 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 well, so I, bet awesome. I, I bet there's so much risque dialogue because someone walks by on a camera, and someone's gonna shout something horrible. Like, oh like, yeah, like, yeah. Especially back then. Although you know what, people were a little better behaved. Well, not those people though, not the cannibals. These are all the these are all the outlaws. Yeah, I guess not. Nobody could be told what to do. Like try to wrangle those yeah. monkeys, right? Yeah, I mean, there's always so there, there's a few cannonball things in the works. Like I'm putting together a little thing for my team. Um, you know, it's not. Pre- I'm not preparing this for some sort of theatrical release. I mean, we might rent out a theater if it's worthy of it, just for our friends to say like, hey, this is the thing. Right. Um, but. There's some cool stuff coming up. Now, I always have a weird, I don't know, I don't want to encourage people to do this because it's, like, not a good idea. Um, <laughs> always a fine line of what do you show that's fun and intriguing, but also with a message of, hey, by the way, probably not a good thing to do. Mm. That's the hardest like, thing. Yeah, I understand. Jackass now, like 100%. Like, it must have been weird for some of those guys to be like, yeah, we don't really want kids to kill themselves, but we do want to show you how fun this is. Well, that's a very interesting thing. Yeah. It's what you're saying parallels a conversation I just had with guards, guards Rad yesterday. Um, can I run it by maybe both of you as well as our audience? Um, Let's go. Have you seen the little "What are you driving today?" segments that that I do with Guards Rad? We just we're just up at Breakfast Club and we're driving other people's cars and whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's a part because of how we do. We basically do a figure eight. We leave the parking lot, go up one way, do a loop, go down the other way, do a loop, and come back to the parking lot. Um, because of that figure eight, there's kind of a flyby where we kind of you know go past the crowd, and it's sort of like a it's a very cool moment for the video. It's a very cool moment for the people there. It's a very cool moment. It's just a very cool moment. And geographically, aesthetically, it's like all just perfect. You know, the topography, it's all perfect. But in some of these cars, like some of these higher horsepower cars and stuff, like, okay, we're definitely exceeding what is probably the recommended speed limit, et cetera, et cetera, right there. It's also, now I don't care about 
the legality issue of it because it was a, when we were doing this, it was a closed course. It was like, I'm not worried about that, but I am worried about, and David was worried about it too, what it says to other people who then come up and, oh, they try to do the flyby or whatever. And it's a really tricky turn. Like there's just a lot of stuff and I don't want to then put it out there saying, hey, I can do this, but you can't, but I don't, I don't know. I don't, it's a weird. Yeah, so I, I know exactly. So my whole life at this point, like my career literally is like me doing that on camera and then being like, but, 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 but you like, should that's, that's why my tagline is respect the drive because it's like, it's like oh. my minor way of saying, please don't do dumb stuff. Have fun. Learn. Like, let's, let's do that. That's where Respect the Drive comes from? Because our thing is Respect the Crest, which we always do as well, which is the yeah. exact same purpose. Whether it hits yeah. or not, that's the same reason. And, and when I was at Breakfast Club, I actually watched a car. I think I was standing next to you, and someone did a flyby in a 911 and, and, and got a little, like, it wasn't, a, it was a pucker moment watching it. Mm. And I went, ooh, and he saved it, and he came back, and it was like a, it was like a 911T or something like that. But I definitely didn't like the feeling I, when I saw it. I knew it wasn't intentional, you know. Um, and, and, and it's true. I mean, I have a hard time with that because what I try to do is show people, like, yeah, you can, you can be an enthusiast. You can have fun. You can push your limits a little bit. But, like, let's make sure that we're never – uh, my, my recommendation is always that if your heart is pounding because you're about to leave a car show or you're going to do a flyby, just shut it never, down. Don't never, never. You're going to do if your heart's pounding, don't do it. Anything. I agree with that when it comes to the, with the car especially, yeah. Um, yeah. All right, so we're on the same page. I just I don't really know necessarily what to do about it because it does come down to like – it's funny. It's not just about responsibility or legality. The crest will kill you. The crest will oh, literally kill you. Very quickly, no before you even knew you had a problem. It's like that line in, in uh, Jurassic Park. He goes, he's talking about how good the, the sedative is in the, in the tranquilizer gun. And he's like, well, what happens if you have an accident? What, like if you shoot yourself in the foot? Yeah, don't do it. You'd be dead before you even knew you had an accident. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the same thing up there. There is no margin for error. It's not a racetrack. There is no runoff. There are cliffs with rocks and nothing. And it's the type of thing, like, if you know that road, yeah, some people drive a little bit quicker than others. And, you know, I have zero issue with that because they know the road. A lot of people go up there thinking it's a car show. You just got to get there, get there, get there. They don't really factor all that stuff in, and they're not thinking about it. Their heart might be pounding like you're talking about. Maybe somebody's on their tail pushing them, pushing them. They don't use the turnouts. Everyone's got their ego going. I guess I just described all the things that would cause the accident and not my little video. But still, I don't want to be a part of it. No, I hear you. And, you know, I was up in Malibu, uh, in the canyons of Malibu, with that Macan, that Miami Blue Macan GTS that yes. GTSRS got us press car while we were here. And um, I, I made a comment in the video, and I said, wow, I can't believe any kids survive living here. Because, like, this is these, these roads are really, there's no margin for error. And someone in the comments was like, you shouldn't joke about that. Like, my friend died. I'm like, I'm not I, I was serious, I yeah. I literally like, how did anyone survive this? This is crazy. Everyone should be dead if they grew up driving these roads. Because when you're 17, you don't necessarily have the brain power or uh, decision-making skills, let's say, to to back off, especially if there's a friend in the car or you're chasing somebody. Like, I'm 33, and I, feel, I think I'm finally getting to a level where I'm like, yeah, I don't need to do that to prove anything to anybody. At 17, you haven't kissed the limit yet. 
You know, you, you haven't you, even come close. So you you haven't had those close calls that that you go, whew, whoa, and yeah. and you learn from. You know, um, we had a girl up at Breakfast Club the other day. She's got a little 350Z, one of the first gen convertible 350Zs, and uh, you know it's all duded up and little girl blue and it had the little girl stuff on it and the hello kitty this and that and i'm not making fun of it but that girl whipped it around and ripped all that shit off of it on the way down the crest because she wasn't there yet luckily she was fine she kept it on the road and she's going to learn from this experience she's going to in fact i think that that car is already put back together so she'll be back up maybe even this week but she had a close call that taught her a lesson at 17 man you just haven't lived enough you haven't lived enough to know how bad it can get how quickly no, and I think people, if you're not, if you're not like a trained driver, um, people don't respect the idea that every input you make should have a reason associated with it, right? Like, no, nothing people, extra. People think like, right, they're like, oh, I'm a good driver. And it's like, okay, so, and then I describe a scenario, right? Like your tail is out, your mid corner, this, like, first of all, how did you enter this situation? Why is this <laughs> happening? And then what do you do to correct it? And like, if you can't answer that question, you're definitely not going to be able to answer that question with instinct. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. You, you should teach a car course. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just, I just car control by Tedward portray that in the YouTube channel, you know? Yeah. How is your YouTube channel going? I mean, you're killing it, man. Last time, every time I see the, the subscribers, it's up and up and up. It's cranking along. We had uh, that Jeep video did me did did me a lot of favors this last uh, couple a couple weeks because it, it that old nineteen forty eight Jeep ended up doing two point two million views or something like that. I ended up hanging out. Well, he was here, and we talked about you on the show when Matt Farah was here, and he's like, "Oh no, I met that guy. That was ridiculous. That thing." I told him, "Be careful." <laughs> but then we've talked about it since, and he was like, "Bro," <laughs> he was genuinely concerned for your safety, Mister. Yeah, that's the thing. He looked at me very solemnly, like, be careful. Like, like I was like, oh, this is bad. <laughs> you said it was only a mile or so away or a couple, whatever. It was close, but still. I think I did maybe 15 miles in it total. Um, and it was, I, I remember everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Uh, next time you're out here, I think that we should make uh, an appointment to go to see this Porsche Wonderland thing that I was telling everybody about before. I just saw it for my first time today. It's up in Santa Clarita underneath a Porsche dealership. It's basically like one floor of the Peterson aesthetically and design-wise and everything, um, but dedicated solely to Porsche. And it's really, really cool. I think you'd dig it. That's incredible. Yeah, I, I, I cannot wait to come back. I'm really psyched to come back. Um, if for nothing else, just to, just to have some good vibes, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, and yeah, yeah. All, all of the above. We miss you. Is there anything that might bring you out I here soon? You guys. What's that? Is there anything that might bring you out here soon? Um, not specifically, but like, it's not a hard place to figure out what to do once you're there, you know? Yeah. So find a reason and see you soon. (laughs) (laughs) I I vote yes on that. Um, before I go, what was I going to say? Oh, the picture you guys showed in that last, um, the episode with, who were you with? You were with Rob Cordry. Oh yeah. Hang on. I got it. Oh yeah. You know what? When you were here, you and I off the, off the, off the air, we talked about this picture and I said, I got to find it. And then we found it for Rob Cordy. I'm going to throw it up because it's still in the machine here. 
So I'm going to throw it up here. And then, I, and then I, we'll I look immediately at it. screenshotted it because when I saw it, I said, I can't believe this is real life. And I sent it to my sister and she just like lost her mind. Cause it's like all of like me and my sister, like have very similar taste in comedy. And it was just all of like all of our favorite people. All right. So I've got the and, picture up now. What, it, what is it that you're talking about? So, cause everyone else can see it right now. Okay. So the, 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 the smattering of people, from everything from, you know, little Adult Swim cameos to major parks and recreation superstars are in this. And, of course, some of my favorite, we have Paul Shearer and June Diane Raphael. I mean, Nick Kroll's just kind of creeping in the back in front of Ed Helms. It's just the craziest oh, so you saw of Ed people. Helms. Most and people I don't see Ed Helms there. And then uh, Nick was with Lake Bell back then. That was back when they were dating. Way in the back is Seth Morris. I don't know if you saw him. And then there's Aaron yeah, Hayes. And, Did you and, see her? Wait, who? Aaron Hayes. Oh, I didn't see her. She's uh, here. <laughs> and Husky, Brian Husky. It's, it's a tricky. Oh yeah, sorry, you can't. It's see a tricky photo. Glare. But I think what I like the most about it is that it, it 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 was like, oh, these people all actually like each other. You know, you end up all these people have kind of been in each other's. Um, worlds as far as you know they've been on each other's shows or in each other's acts or whatever um and it's like oh it's real it's not just a casting director saying like oh yeah these people are going to be in the show it's like they're buddies setting well, it yeah, up. these people nobody knows these two people these are the people that like how did they get here who are they <laughs> those those are the people that are go oh you got to meet those guys <laughs> yeah, right. And you're right, they're sheer. And then it was funny because you were talking about June on the show, June Duff, 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 Duff. Yeah, and I just, I just thought it was so funny. I'm like, oh, this is so great. And I love that you're wearing a Patty's Irish Pub T-shirt. I was, I was, because I had just gone and visited those guys at the set like that week, so the shirt was brand new. And then, did you see this one here? This one is an impressive power couple. Megan Oh yeah, it's insane. We have Megan, Megan, uh, and 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 oh my God, Offerman. Nick. It's just the craziest thing. That was our old life, buddy. That was Mrs. Ryan had 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 set herself up to have that type of life. Well, and and to be honest, I like the Rob's story about when he first met Nicole. It's like very. That told me more about Nicole than I think I knew about Nicole. Oh, big time. When uh, he was like, yeah, she's an asshole. <laughs> she just gets up and says, we won't be answering that question. Moving on. And I'm like, oh, I love her. And then he talks to Craig Robinson about it because he was already rep by her. And he goes, yeah, do yourself a favor. <laughs> she's an asshole. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And I'm like, there should be a segment on the show where we just get like really good uh, Nicole stories because... I think, Dude, that's you know, a hell of an idea. Nicole, we just, all we got to do is keep getting her old clients in here. They'll tell them. <laughs> right, and I, I think I, I think people see Nicole and they think like, oh, she's just so soft, welcoming. Like, cause she is. She's a very nice person. Now, I think that it's like critical to kind of get a, a vibe of like the 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 brutal version of Nicole <laughs> that like, really rough terrain in her career. You know, and I love. I, Dude, that was the one that I met, and she beat the snot at it. I was always this kind of guy that you know today, and she she beat this guy 
uh, till he was dead and and gone and i was like i couldn't be like the real me who was really soft inside and liked things and i was all sweet and she she had me like hardened up and and it was really really weird because the moment our life flipped like we had to soften up right so we had to so i was right and she's like Man, the music we used to listen to, she used to make fun of me. There's a song that plays right before we the show starts, and it's a guy from American Idol, and he's he's singing about, you know, you got to live every day like it's your last, whatever, like live like you're dying, whatever that thing. And I was like, I love this song. And she was like, you pussy. <laughs> when we first met, there was no soft, there was no soft belly. Now, soft. I can still... Yeah, but I, I mean, yes and no. I feel like she's soft in the way that she needs to be. Like, you because you're either going to be angry or a little more passive. And I think she kind of chose the passive route, right? And obviously, that's the healthier way to go. But, like, I still very much, having heard some of these stories, I'm like, oh, I see this in her 100%. <laughs> that's awesome. Because, I, you know what it is? I see what makes her laugh. And I'm like, oh, God, that is a brutal sense of humor. And that's how I can tell, like, what her personality still is, you know? You're playing the psychology, and you, sir, are looking at the right things. <laughs> it feels like iRobot. That's the right question, <laughs> you know? <laughs> totally. Like, the up we go with the joke, the more she's, like, giving you a real laugh. And I'm like, oh, okay. All right, let's see what's going on. It just cracks me up because you're, you're nailing it. I mean, but how do you know her so well without even knowing her so well? Because other people have known us for I mean, five years and they can't figure it out. We spent a good couple hours together, you know. I'm like, okay. I, you know, she told me some stories at, uh, at, Mal- at Bill's, you know, in Malibu. So. God, that's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, we love you, Tedward. I genuinely love you. I mean, you're family. Likewise, man, um, and I'm looking forward to seeing you guys again. But um, keep this show going. I know it's I know it's a lot of work, and I just it, it's very much appreciated. And whatever we can do to keep promoting it and getting it out there, I think uh, you know you've got great guests. You've got a great thing. I think people just need to find it. We need to we need to make sure that it gets the publicity. And trust me, every time I say publicity, I'm thinking about Nick Kroll. So Nick Kroll, not Nicole. Not Nicole, but Nick Kroll, because of the publicity skit, skit that he did on the show. With um, I forgot who he did that with. But. We never saw the show because we were working with him when he was on that show, and it was like, too much. <laughs> so because so, this was the Children's Hospital days and, and the NTSF SUV, whatever that was. Hell like show. Just crazy. There was so much stuff going on that we couldn't watch it all. Uh, so we, there's a lot of things we missed and we'll probably go today, back to. We're just watching 30 Rock now. <laughs> yeah, if you watch it. She she worked on Thirty oh, Rock yeah, yeah. and I, and I'm just watching it now. It holds up well. What? I would say if there's anything you take away from Nick Kroll's show, Kroll show, you would you would look at publicity, spelled Liz, publicity, and oh. Rich Dix. Those are the two. That's all you need. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> all right. I will. I will. I will. Bid you farewell. Thank you guys for having me on, and uh, I will see you guys very soon, I hope. I hope so, Tedward. I hope so. We love you, buddy. Thanks for calling in. This was rad. Love you, too. Total awesome surprise. All right, now we got to talk about the GVBC weather report. That was Tedward, everybody. Uh, Dasha, Dasha, Dasha. It's our weather report, Dasha. Excuse me, weather girl, Dasha. (laughs) Weather report, Dasha. All right, who's ready for the GVBC weather report? Tune in now. Here's Dasha. 
everyone and welcome to the GVBC weather channel. This is Dasha and it's gonna be hot as hell next week at Newcom. So don't forget about your sunscreen. <laughs> Let's enjoy it! <laughs> you you want to see it again? <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to the GVBC weather channel. This is Dasha and it's gonna be hot as hell next week at Newcom. So don't forget about your sunscreen. Okay, here's why I'm really liking this lately. There is some kind of Zsa Zsa Gabor thing going on that I'm just <laughs> adoring. I'm just adoring it. What is this? These, I can't read this. It Chris Cracka says these N-words preying on my downfall. I got Crystal too. What on earth? I'm sure he meant me and Tedward, but whatever. <laughs> this advice is great, but no better teacher than a brush with death. Totally urban. Man, that's, that's, that, that's what we were saying. I mean, that's kind of it. You haven't lived enough to know how bad it can go. <laughs> All right, so weather report going to be hot as hell. Jivibisi tomorrow. How old are you? Very nice. Yes, I like. That would be, well, it's at least fake Kazakhstanian, right? Yes. Yes. Very nice. I like <laughs> All I thought my wife. <laughs> number three prostitute in all of Kazakhstan. <laughs> my sister. <laughs> and we all laugh. Ugh, you worked with him too. I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. All right. Um, man, get him here. Get him here as any character he wants to be. I think we've done it. We think we've done it all. Is everyone else good? <laughs> Everyone's laughing. I agree. Oh, well, because of the constant rise in price of old Porsches, what do you think about salvage title ones? Uh, evening. Skip Plus, are you shitting me? Good night, sir. <laughs> evening. You know, we're still doing it at uh, 5 West Coast. Amazingly, we're still on. Uh, oh, gosh. I didn't tell you about any of the commercials. Well, I meant to do that before our guest got in. Got on. Got off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, need a lift lately? Cruise into a healthy 2021 with Cruise into Wellness CBD. The Cruise is with a Z. Use promo code late night for 20% off your order. Cruise into wellness.com. Cruise into wellness.com. Cruise into wellness.com. Micro machines. Micro machines. Micro machines. Remember that guy? <laughs> Tedward says, yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, wasn't the micro machines guy in the third episode, uh, the third cannonball, that speed zone? Or was that that other guy? No, he might have been the other guy. There was the speed talker, micro machines guy, and then no, the other guy was Bonnie Hunt's announcer on the Bonnie Hunt show yeah. with Daniel Kellison. Bald guy. Yeah. I don't if that helps you, <laughs> if that's how you categorize people, I just know him from that movie, Return of Me, which she wrote. And oh yeah, did she direct that too? Yeah. It's David Duchovny and Minnie Driver. Yeah, they're the main people. Yeah, that's great, and she's in it too, though. Yeah. I love Bonnie Hunt. Could we please get Bonnie Hunt here, please? I'm asking you like you could do it. I probably have a better shot than you unless you know her. Oh, maybe through Kellison. This isn't for you. <laughs> we'll do this behind the show. <laughs> all right. They say all that separates men and boys is the coverage for their toys. St. Clair Insurance has coverage for your toys. Uh, in this case, we're talking about auto insurance. You're going to want to – everything's all over the place. All of the values have shifted. The market has shifted. Everything's moving. Love you, Fred. 
Lightning McQueen knows my name. Hi, <laughs> 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 <My> Fred. <laughs> Uh, anyway, you're going to want to go uh, check out your car insurance. Make sure it is up to date with the current values. And while you're doing it, if you've got to make the phone call or go to the website anyway, why not see what else is out there? I personally would go to St. Clair Insurance and check out CoverageForYourToys.com. At CoverageForYourToys.com. 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 This is Jay Ryan saying please like, subscribe, and comment below because Late Night Playset needs it. I'm reminding you to please like, subscribe, and comment below. This feeds the internet algorithm and eventually us as well. As Tedward said, uh, the truth is the show wasn't very good in the beginning. Um, we think we've gotten it a little bit better now, so we need a resample. Tell your friends. Have them join in. Um, and please like, subscribe, and comment below. We uh, appreciate it. Fire, as denoted by the smoke behind me. Urban Rev says, Tedward, hello from Borneo, and thanks for the share. Great pieces as always, as always, Tedward. Yeah, man, Tedward, you're killing it, buddy. That Jeep thing was hysterical. Solo, solo Hour says, well done as always. Thank you, Solo Hour. Very nice. That's a wrench for anybody else who doesn't know. Wrench. Wrench. You know wrench. Makes it up with the names. Well, that's his, no, that's the name of his thing. That's the name of his uh, oh. deal. Uh, but that's it that's it for us we're good uh, thank you thank you thank you to Magnus Walker uh, please go to Amazon and buy the Fireball Tim Magnus Walker coloring book it is available now next week on the 19th the Magnus Walker Nikes are coming out get to the uh, Hyper Beast or all of those you know, go go anywhere if you're a sneakerhead you already know where to go check it out find out where you can get these suckers um, I'm hoping that a pair finds our way to us in some manner, even if we have to pay for them, just because I know they're limited. And I remember from that Kobe thing, hard to get. Uh, thank you so much to Joe Ellis and uh, Portia Santa Clarita and uh, Emily and everybody who set it up. Also to my friend Chris Sonnenberg, who came over with us as well. Had a wonderful tour at the Porsche Wonderland. That's it for us. Michael Wrench. Yeah, Michael Wrench. LOL Michael Wrench. Exactly. Uh, goodbye tomorrow at GVBC. That's where we'll be, 9 to 11 up at Newcombs. And next week, we're back here with Don Dicker on Tuesday. He's uh, got a hell of a history with Porsche. And Spike Ferriston on Friday. He hosts Spike's Car Radio, and uh, you already know who he is. That's it for us. We love you. I love you. We love you. We love everybody at home. Love you on Instagram. Love you on YouTube. And uh, we'll see you next week. Holy crap, that's it. Another week. Awesome. <laughs> Hour and a half, we did it. Love everybody. See you next week. Yeah. Maybe. Might never.